Hello. Hello. I love the rave intro. (laughs) It's my favorite. Dude, if you don't stop biting me, we're going to have to tussle. Thank you. Hey. Juice. (laughs) I can see him in the corner, like, biting you in the arm. Yeah, he's being annoying. Sorry, I own a puppy, in case anyone didn't know. He's a baby. He's certainly a baby, yeah. (sighs) How was your week? Um, it's been good. I had yesterday off, which was nice because of the holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had a snow day for like two days, Thursday and Friday last week. Damn. So I worked very from long home. Weekend. Yeah. I mean, I worked from home on Thursday and Friday, but, um, but, you know, working from home and hanging out with my dog is a lot different than working from work. Exactly. Same diff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's how that went. And then I just went back to work today. It was very busy. Um, but it was good. Zach, that is clearly not a place you fit. Okay. Do you like busy <laughs> days or do you like calm days more? Um I feel like that's hard because I get bored on calm days. Right. But obviously it's better for my mental health. <laughs> Salad. <laughs> also, I apologize if you just heard my dog ring his potty bell. Um, he doesn't actually need to go potty. He's just being a brat. Cause he got taken out. He just stuff. wants to go outside. Yeah, he just wants to go outside. Whoever taught Americans that that was a good training tool can like deeply go fuck off. <laughs> like fuck you. You just taught our dogs how to be assholes. Like. I mean, in all fairness, though, I'd rather he be an asshole than pee on my carpet. So. That's right. And I mean, you know, we don't limit ourselves when we go to the bathroom. So, like, you know, exactly. he shouldn't be limited either. Sorry, I just had to mute myself because he's trying to get into his treat basket now. He's like all sorts of mischievous today. <laughs> mischievous? <laughs> I don't know why I like that word so much. I'm really tired. I think that's what's happening to me. <laughs> that's probably it, yeah. I'm exhausted. <laughs> How was your week? It was okay. Um, oh, gosh. I got pretty far ahead on homework, you know, just to, like, get it done and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was nice because I knew I was going home. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah um, I'm sitting at my dining room table and I accidentally kicked the chair in front of me. Oh, I thought you, like, shit your pants or something. Yeah, I shit uh, my pants. <laughs> on, on camera. On air. <laughs> <laughs> so um okay speaking of shitting pants really quick i'm so sorry will and i went and watched the most recent jackass movie yesterday oh god and someone does shit their pants like legitimately on accident shits their pants that's pretty fucking hilarious it really was if you say anyway. you haven't shit your pants at least once in your life you're fucking lying i've never shit my pants well, that's a lie. Do you not have control of your bowels? <laughs> I've never shit my pants in there, man. I don't know what you're talking you about. You just said that that's a lie if someone pressure like that. Have <laughs> you shit your pants? I actually haven't. Like, now that I think about it, like, I like, genuinely don't think I have. <laughs> I can, like, think you back on all my life. Like, when I was, like, a baby, like. Well, obviously. Um, 
I've peed my pants, but I've never shit my pants. I've definitely peed my pants. <laughs> that was an issue for a while. <laughs> mine wasn't like a persistent issue. It's just that I was laughing so hard. No, yeah, like mine would be I was laughing so hard and I wouldn't even have to pee and then all of a sudden I'd pee. <laughs> no, dude, it was crazy. Oh. Uh, anyway. But, uh, yeah. I know, I didn't do much this week, honestly. I had a really chill weekend. I went home. That was nice. That um, nice. Yeah, John and I watched a Marvel movie last night, and that was fun. Age of Ultron. That one's probably one of the best ones we've watched so far. That one was a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. We were watching Ant-Man today when I came over. Yeah. I fell asleep. I never can stay awake. I'm so tired. I don't know how I sleep so much, and I'm still so tired, but... It happens. Yeah, I was tired a lot in college, too. I just think you're doing so much all the time. That's fact. But I went to my CrossFit today. That was good. That's good. Mm, yeah. And your knees feeling better? Kind of, sort of. It still hurts on some things. Like, I was doing wall ball thrusters today where you, like, squat and throw a ball against the wall. And you have to, like, hit a certain height on the wall. I was yeah. doing that, and that kind of hurt, but, like, besides that, it's been doing okay. But, like, squatting and lunging, that hurts a little bit still. Gotcha. Sorry, I'm yelling at my dog. <laughs> I know, I can tell. <laughs> he goes to daycare tomorrow, but right now he just has too much fucking energy. Yes, he does, but he's a sweep away. No, no barking. Do you hear that noise he just made? <laughs> That's when he's mad at me. Okay, you're done. <laughs> you're done. Well, while Sydney's on mute, I don't know. What else can I talk about? <laughs> um, elevator music. Do, 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 do. There's my elevator music. Sorry, I had to calm Was down my dog. No, I was providing my own elevator music. <laughs> <laughs> Momentary silence. <clears throat> Are you trying to catch these hands, my guy? Thank He's you. still being so bitey right now. You know you're almost a year old, right? Like, we recognize that about ourselves. Like, he's not a baby anymore. No, he's not a baby anymore. He's just being a shit. Um, so our theme for this week, guys, I kind of wanted to branch out. I was in the mood to do something crazy. We're making it spicy, switching it up. Yeah, we are making it spicy. So we So what we decided to do this week was ghost ships. Um, and by ghost ship, that can mean a lot of different things. Um, so, I mean, like, when I was researching it, there was a lot of different, like, subtopics of ghost ships, which was a little surprising. Sorry, I'm kind of talking to fill time. <laughs> but there was a lot of different, like, subtopics of ghost ships. There was, like, abandoned ships. There was haunted ships. Like, I didn't know exactly what to do, so I just typed in ghost ship to the internet. So That's also what I did. If you exactly. Sydney took the like the really cool one, so I like had something like it's not as cool, but like it's still kind of cool. So Sydney's Sorry. gonna be better. <laughs> Sorry to yeah. disappoint, but like I went through a list of all these haunted ships, and that one's the one that I was like, yes, yes, we are I doing know. that one. Exactly. Yeah, I 
I found a pretty good one, but it's not as good as yours. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, we, can, <laughs> we can end on a bang then. Um, okay, deal. What you call it? So I can start. So yeah, for my fine. ghost ship, huh? I said, yeah, that's fine. Deal. Thank you. <laughs> you started last week. <laughs> yeah, I did. That is true. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Liberty just dropped her mic. I'm so sorry for everyone listening. <laughs> shit show today. That's a fun noise that that's making. <laughs> Is it better now? Yeah, it's better now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. So I chose to do the high aim six. It probably means something in its original. Taiwanese language, but this is the English translation. So, Hi Am 6. It was a Taiwanese fishing boat, but it was registered in Indonesia. That was just a random fact on there. That, that's a fun fact, yeah. yeah. Um, so, the story of this boat is it left the port of Luichi in Taiwan on October 31st, 2002. Almost a year before I was born. Super fancy. So... <laughs> Leaves this port. And January 8th, 2003, the boat was found missing. Or the boat was found. And all the crew was missing. So there's no I was like, the boat was found missing? I didn't get it. (laughs) The boat was found. And it was missing. (laughs) So. (laughs) I'm all over the place. Like, I did such a good job with my research. And I'm just all over the place. So the boat was found. um, With no crew on it. And... Yeah, they were like, what the fuck? So, like I said earlier, was registered in Taiwan. Oh, no, it was registered. I got that backwards. It was registered in Taiwan, but flew under an Indonesian flag. I don't know what that has to do with the story, but it's in my notes. Yes. So, they um, were able to find one member of the crew, and this crew member admitted to um, starting a mutiny and murdering the captain and the engineer. Oh, shit. Yeah, but no one knows why. So here's where we get into the details. This the one's tea. kind of fast on the T. So I like couldn't find like a crazy long one. Like not a lot of them have a lot of details, which is kind of crazy. Except yours, of course, because right. Sorry. Anything. <laughs> yeah. Why would anything I do have good things? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's so dramatic. That is very dramatic. I'm fucking around. So the boat was found about 80 nautical miles east of Rowley Shores near Australia. The crew was nowhere to be found, and no apparent reason for the disappearance. Um, there was no signs of distress, and the crew's personal belongings were there, like um, the people who boarded the boat originally, to like go check on it. Re- like talked about finding like seven to- teeth brush, like toothbrushes, toothbrushes, finding like <laughs> toothbrush. They found like seven toothbrushes like on the sinks and stuff, like from all the crew, and like mm. all their personal belongings were still there. Um, but none of the lifeboats or rafts. Um, there was plenty of food and fuel. There was no signs of struggle. Um, I mean, obviously the fuel did run out. Like the engine did end up stopping just because it was like unmanned for so long. But right. um, there was like plenty of like, you know, they didn't have to abandon ship because they ran out of shit. Like that's not why. Right. So original concerns were around the ship was carrying illegal immigrants. They were like, yo, like, this is really sketchy. Um, but then... Sorry, that someone knocked. 
But then they realized very quickly that they were fucking dumb because they get down to the cargo hold and there's like tons of rotting fish. Oh. <laughs> yes. yes, there's tons of rotting fish because whatchamacallit, once the um, engine ran out of fuel and it all locked up, that means all the like operations stopped working and so oh, the yeah. freezer stopped working. That's really so. gross. Yeah, so they were like, okay, this is obviously not what happened, so what happened? So the ship was first started with its engine running, but I think I read somewhere that, like, they couldn't get on it right away. They were, like, trying to contact the owner and stuff, and they, like, bad weather and stuff, so they spotted it first, and the engine was running, and then when they boarded, the ship was dead, and the rudder was locked, and, like, you know, everything was, like, done. Right. But, like I said earlier, there was no life blast lifeboats or rafts on the ship like they took them um but they left all their personal belongings so that was the weird part that's weird yes so <clears throat> last heard they last heard from the ship on december 13th when the captain called the owners from marshall islands which is like pretty much in between like papua new guinea and hawaii okay and he calls him, he's checking in, blah, blah, blah. Well, several weeks goes by of silence, and then he, the owner was, like, calling the ship. He's trying to get in contact. Like, no distress signals are coming out. Nothing's happening. And he's like, what the fuck? So he then reports it missing to, like, whoever you report that to. The article did not say. Right. <laughs> I don't know a lot about maritime, but. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a Coast Guard or something like that. Yeah, for real. Like an Indonesian Coast Guard. Who knows? Yeah. So he reports it missing. Um, This article that I read said that um, someone made a quote that said, we can't determine if the boat was hijacked. So like I said, um, when he last called the owner of the boat, they were between Papua New Guinea and Hawaii, right? Well, they were found near Australia. So someone made a quote that was like, we can't determine if the boat was hijacked or steered by a second crew towards Australia, or if it was on autopilot. They literally have no clue how it got there, and I'm pretty sure that was pretty far off course. Like, they, like, so they must have, you know, done all the things, left, and then it just got steered that direction. Right. Okay, I, uh, like, I don't, this, like, came up in my, my story, too, and I guess I just, like, don't understand, like, because these people keep saying, oh, like, the ships are so far off course, well, like, can they not drift that far? I don't know. I guess I just don't what really do understand the ocean. Like, could they not drift that far? Like, people are like, oh, it's so far off course. But, yeah, it, it became unmanned. Like, something happened and there was no one to man it anymore. So, could it not drift that far? Yeah, that's, like, what I was thinking. I just assumed it drifted. Okay. Because I just, I kept, see- I kept seeing that in articles and I was like, well, Yeah. Of course it's off course. Of course it's off course because nobody's there. <laughs> so on January 15th, um, they're tracking like, you know, all the, because this is 2002, so, you know, like technology's a thing. So police are tracking um, cell phones of everyone on the ship. They're trying to find out where everyone is. So on January 15th, um, phone calls keep coming from the engineer's phone. So they're like tracking that on like the, the police can like, um, got the phone records and they can see that someone's making calls from the engineer's phone. Who, oh, wow. Um, like I mentioned, so someone's making calls from someone on the boat's phone and they're like, what the fuck? Like, there's no one on the boat when we found it. So right. after this, the police were like, okay, because they, they didn't know it was a mutiny yet. So now the police are like, 
is that's weird yeah this is weird this is a mutiny yeah so finally they track the phone of the engineer and they track it down to one crew member who is not the engineer so the crew member ends up confessing that the crew and him um planned a mutiny they killed the captain they killed the engineer and then proceeded to just go back home with no motive and offered no details to what they did to the bodies. And didn't even take anything? They're like, I just want to kill people? And just go back. Um, a, something kind of weird was a similar event occurred the year before in Harishing 6, which was another fishing boat. And it was discovered empty. And the crew ended up also murdering that captain and that engineer. So, like, you know, they were like, what the fuck? Like, this is really random. That's so They're, weird. I know, no articles, like, connected the two. Like, there was no, like, you know, cross-hatching of, like, members or anything like that from what I read. But basically that they just were, like, they never, um, I never saw anything about tracking down the other members. Like, all it said was that he gives them details that they killed the um, captain, they killed the engineer, and then they just left. No details about what they did to the bodies, how they murdered him, how they cleaned it up. Like, because they just saw no signs of struggle on the boat. So they had no clue that someone had been murdered. Like, what the there was fuck? nothing. So they cleaned it up. Like, they did shit. And then they just left. And then used his phone to call people, which is stupid. But That is super stupid. So, so did he end up getting, like, arrested and, like, sentenced? No article says. I looked through five. What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> I couldn't find so it anywhere. Weird. I know. And I'm not I'm going to be honest. Like, I looked at the top five articles. Like, I didn't dig ungodly <laughs> deep. Like, I didn't go, First like, page dark of Google left. didn't have it, so I'm just not going to have it. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. Okay. But I looked at, like, five or six different websites, and, like, no one talked about any punishment. That is so crazy. Yeah, so they ended up figuring out what happened, but at the same time, they never talked about tracking down any other of the crew members, punishing them for the murder, like, nothing. Right. Um, um, I will say, though, that local fishermen thought, because, like, it, you know, it ended, it ended up, like, um, sitting on the beach and shit in Australia, yeah. and it was a tourist attraction for a year or two, and the local fishermen were like, oh, they're going to sink it, you know, and, like, make it, like, one of those diver things, but... Yeah. I don't think so. They ended up just, like, you know, like, scrapping it, like, taking it apart. Huh. Up into the boat. Interesting. Yes, I know. It was it's it was very short, but it was, like, weird. Like, this is all so weird. Like, for no reason, no reason for a mutiny just done. And then for something similar to happen the year before, like, I feel like that maybe it might be a crew member, like, a common denominator, like. Right. Like, I never said. It was pretty it's crazy. It's so freaking weird. I know. And then to just up and bail and not even steal anything. Yeah, they didn't take anything. They left their toothbrushes. Like, that's how they just left. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are we ready for mine? I'm ready. I'm so excited for this one. I kept okay. seeing it everywhere. Yeah, it, it was good. Um, And, like, a ton of, like, really good... I'll just name my sources now, but, like, a ton of really good sources. So... Um, I found it on marineinsight.com. That was the list of all the um, haunted ships. And then I got a history.com article, a Smithsonian article, and an all that's interesting article. Damn, so, like, okay, girl. a ton of good sources, which was pretty cool. Right. That's um, awesome. So let's see here. My ship, I don't know what the fuck, I don't want to react. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I like scrolled over something on Skype and it was like, would you like to react? No, I don't want that. Anyway, um, my ship is the Mary Celeste. Oh, so excited. So, um, the British ship Di Gratia. I don't even know if that's right, but we're going to roll with it. And it's also in the 1800s. So who's going to correct me? Um, so the British ship Digratia was about 400 miles from Azor- Azoros, uh, which are islands, uh, which are Portuguese islands. Um, on December 5th, 1872, when its crew spotted a ship drifting in the ocean, the ship that it spotted was the Mary Celeste. Um, also a little fun fact, the Mary mm-hmm. Celeste was originally christened as Amazon, like that was its original name. Um, but, but it was given a new name when there was like, a like series of tragedies that happened to it. So first it's first ever captain got really sick on board and died. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And then, um, the next thing is it hit another British ship. So the Mary Celeste is a British ship. What? It hit another British ship in the English Channel. Is it like a narrow channel? Like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't do ship things, but I am <laughs> guessing that that wasn't normal. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Um. I mean, it's not a small channel. It's pretty. It's between. Is it a substantial channel? <laughs> yeah. I also didn't know that the UK was an island. Until just now. (laughs) Geography is not our strong suit. Okay. Anyway, that's not why you guys are in this podcast. Yeah, that's that's the channel. Would you look at that? Would you look at that? That's a big fucking channel. (laughs) That is a big fucking channel. Anyway, it had another ship in there. So, um, after this like stretch of mishaps, (laughs) it got renamed the Mary (laughs) Celeste. Um, so the captain of the Digratia, Captain David Morehouse, was confused when he saw the ship uh, floating off the shores of Azores because the Mary Celeste had left New York City almost a week before him and should have already reached Genoa, Italy. Um, concerned for the safety of the crew, he and his men uh, changed course to offer assistance. Mm-hmm. When the boarding party got on the ship, they found that it was completely intact, except for one of its pumps had been disassembled, resulting in about three feet of water sloshing around the bottom of the ship. The fuck? Like the bottom of every floor or just the bottom, bottom floor? Just the bottom, bottom, like where the cargo was and stuff. Got it. Yeah. The crew were nowhere to be found, and their belongings were still packed away on the ship and untouched. Like, nobody had rifled through them and stolen anything. Right. Um, And the 1,701 alcohol barrels the ship was transporting, along with a six-month supply of food and water, were untouched as well. The fuck? Yeah. So, like... Again, like you, your ship you were talking about, like there was no reason to abandon ship right, based like, on what they saw. Totally. Yeah. Can you still hear me fine from over here? Yeah, I can. Um, so all that was missing were the lifeboats, the captain's, the captain's logbook, the ship's logbook was still on the ship, mm-hmm. um, and the entire crew. 
The mystery of what has happened to the ship is still unsolved to this day, but many theories exist. Oh, shit. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Most of the theories on what happened aboard the Mary Celeste are fucking outrageous. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) Um, Some people were like, oh, it was for sure, for sure pirates. Um, But nothing was stolen. Right, and why would they take all the lifeboats, take the logbook, and none of the food? Like, nothing yeah. valuable. Like, pirates none of the it. booze. Right. Pirates love booze, according to legend. I don't know. But <laughs> according to Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> if it's Jack Sparrow, That's our all the friend. booze would have been gone. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> um. And, like, the ship, you know, minus that pump that was kind of fucked up down in the um, cargo area, nothing yeah. else was messed up either, which, um, according to sources, like, pirates would have just really fucked up the ship and taken all the uh, things that were valuable in it. Exactly. Like, every other time they do that, like, why does this make it any different? Yeah. Um, another idea was that it was sea monsters. Um, so, you know, another solid option. Um, (laughs) people (laughs) speculated speculated that, um, you know, a giant like kraken like creature came out. Um, but that again would have to be a very, um, I'm trying to think of the word like, he would have to have a lot of dexterity if he did that because all he did was pluck people off of the ship and didn't fuck anything up. And didn't fuck it up and dissemble the pump. <laughs> and yeah. didn't take any food or booze. Took no food or booze, just humans. Just plucked um, humans off the ship. Yeah. So obviously, <laughs> well, that's a no for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, another thought was that there were killer water spouts that like shot out of the ocean and what the fuck does that even mean my thought (laughs) reading into that a little was that it was they were saying like it was something like a um underwater volcano (laughs) but i i really i don't know what that meant (laughs) um especially (laughs) because again the ship was not destroyed so again these massive destructive anomalies or uh, it doesn't even make sense very dexterous yeah very agile catastrophes yeah. exactly <laughs> very targeted <laughs> um and i just don't think that they could do that in 1872 um another thought is that there was a mutiny um because okay. you know how i said 1701 alcohol barrels Technically, there were 1,710, uh, but nine of the barrels were um, red oak, which was notorious for leaking. Okay. Um, But the thought was that the crew drank nine of these barrels of booze, Jesus Christ, because there's only like seven or eight of them, um, drank nine of these barrels of booze and decided to, you know, form a mutiny and kill the captain. But, like I said, those barrels are notorious for leaking, so it's more likely than not that they just leaked everywhere. And that yeah. they just threw them away. Yeah, and that the mutiny didn't actually occur. Right. Um, 
So those are those theories. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle also wrote a short story in 1980 or not 19, sorry, 1884 that said um, a vengeful slave had come aboard and killed everybody. Uh, It doesn't really explain why that vengeful slave wouldn't have like taken everything. But but. I'm just confused as to like, if they saw no sign of struggle and nothing, then like, there would have been, like, blood everywhere. Like, I don't Yeah. think, like, a vengeful slave knows how to, like, clean up a crime. Like, quite honestly, like, the general public doesn't know how to, like, helping someone One person. Yeah. yeah. A singular person in the 1800s knew how to, like. Right. Let's be honest. Exactly. With minimal um, education, like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then another, um, like, popular theory um a movie was made in 1935 speculating that it was a murderous sailor uh so again along the lines of a mutiny but there's no evidence of any of that (laughs) like Um, yeah but there is one theory that is a more recent theory that is um kind of more believable and kind of goes along with uh what the evidence actually shows uh, aliens. It's aliens. Aliens. <laughs> uh, so the most like popular logical theory. Um, let's get into it. So the ship began its voyage to Italy on November seventh, eighteen seventy-two. They had on board seven crew members: Captain Benjamin Spooner Briggs, his wife Sarah, and their two-year-old daughter Sophia. Um, they had a seven-year-old son, but they left him back in Maine because he had to go to school. So he is the only survivor of this family. Oh, shit. So the two-year-old and the wife went missing with the crew, too? Yeah, they did. Um, so the theory is that, or not the theory, this is real, this is what happened. Along the journey, the ship battled two weeks of storms until they reached Azeros, which is when its last log was recorded on November 25th. Um, and then about two weeks later, is about 10 days, um, the ship was discovered. Yeah, so the crew of the Die Gratia, like I mentioned, they sail over to it and they get aboard and they're really confused. Um, but they do know that they can turn it in for the insurance policy. So they sail it back to Gibraltar, which I don't know where that is, um, where they where, where a salvage hearing was held. Um, the crew of the Di Gratia were, were to be given the salvaging payment by the ship's insurers, um, but the attorney general of the inquiry thought that there was foul play. He was like, how the fuck did all these people just disappear? And you guys just happened to find it. Come across it. Yeah. Um, So he thought that was really sketch, and he launched a more than three-month-long investigation. Unfortunately, absolutely nothing was found during this investigation. Um, And the salvagers of the Digratia received their payment. Most of it, though. Um, So apparently the insurers thought that they were still a little sus, so they only gave them one-sixth 
of the $46,000 um, insurance payout, which I would now like to Google and see how much that is. Yeah, millions. Uh, $46,000 in... 1872. Let's see. Value. Okay. Now. 46,000. Calculate. Uh, yeah. $1,060,063.23. So they only received one sixth of that. Damn. Uh, yeah. Look at that Yeah. Uh, but basically, it's kind of assumed that the insurers still didn't trust them. Right. That, that they didn't do something to the crew. I mean, I wouldn't either. Yeah. Um, and like I mentioned before, like, Sir Arthur Cronin Doyle portrayed the incident in a in a short story um which kind of kept it relevant because without you know this popular media attention it probably would have just faded away into obscurity because the insurance got paid out and nothing ever came of it case closed Um, yeah but sir arthur conan doyle portrays the incident in um a short story and then again that movie is made in the 30s um and it kind of kept the mystery relevant and alive Um, In 2002, Anne McGregor wanted to get to the bottom of what actually happened. Um, So she starts trying to eliminate things. Um, She eliminates sea monsters. Uh How dare she? Um, (laughs) And then she rules out pirates for the same reason I talked about. You know, they left the ship intact and all the cargo is still there. Um, she also rules out the mutiny, um, because again, of the, like, she doesn't think they drank that much and became mutinous. She thinks that the barrels actually just leaked and that no one actually consumed it. Um, and then after ruling out these obvious no's, McGregor turned to actual possibilities. Um, so... Abandoning the ship, she was like, this is a last-minute fucking resort. Like, a good captain and a good crew don't just abandon their ship for no reason. So she's like, something had to have happened. Or the crew and the captain were batshit. So, you know how I said that the captain had one living relative? Uh So... His son. Yeah. So he has descendants back in the U.S. still. So they left or so McGregor goes and talks to them and interviews them. And they stated that the captain was reasonable and wouldn't have done anything irresponsible. Um, So unless like he was on some crazy fucking drugs, it's really unlikely that he um, just abandoned the ship for no reason. There's theories for like other ships and stuff that like, you know, like some chemicals they use, like not for the Mary Celeste. I'm just like other boats I looked at before choosing mine. Like they were like possible theories was like chemicals they use, like made them go crazy. Like I wonder if like, yeah, like, like Mad like, Hatter kind of shish. Yeah, yeah. Like certain chemicals they use in the 1800s are like a combo of it all or something like, you know, crazy shit like that. Right. Um, 
I think there's actually a fucking ghost in this room with how fucking cold it is right now. I'm not even kidding. The rest of the house, I'm sorry to interrupt, but the rest of the house is like 80 degrees. And this one room feels like it's 50. Okay, let's just think about this for a second, though. That room is full of windows. They're all closed. Like but this? It doesn't matter. Windows still let in cool air, even if they're closed. Because it's not as thick as the walls. I don't believe you. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, there was also a theory, too. And... Okay, so there's a. I was gonna rule it out before I even told you guys what the theory was. <laughs> okay, so there's a theory that because you know they're transporting a shit ton of alcohol, yeah. that there was like an explosion below deck, and that made everyone panic, and they were like, okay, the ship isn't seaworthy anymore. We have to bail. But the hatch to the below deck was completely unharmed there was no signs of a fire or an explosion or anything right. so smoke and like or like there would be like ash like layer of like film on everything yeah so that kind of knocks out that as a possibility for why this like reasonable captain would have bailed on the ship Totes. um so therefore mcgregor speculates that the captain chose to abandon the ship on november 25th um when the crew was within sight of land. Um, so her assumption is that something happened and they were like, okay, we see land. We should go because we can actually see it. Um, and I'll kind of get to what her, like why she thought that happened. Okay. Um, but this would have meant that in the 10 days, the um, ship had to have drifted to where the digratia found it which would have been about 500 or so miles away from where they abandoned it um but you know all of this still doesn't explain why they actually chose to abandon the ship so mcgregor believes that captain briggs was not only dealing with the you know the two weeks of rough seas but also faulty equipment and while this wouldn't make an experienced captain like captain briggs bail on a ship Uh um she believes that the pump went out in the middle of all this so now he's battling shit weather um you know a bad equipment already directional equipment and then his pump goes out so he's taking on water and he is scared um and he's unable to know how much water the ship has taken on because of all the barrels of booze under that they're in storage. And so he can't actually get to it to see what's happening. Um, and doesn't know how quickly he'll take on water. Um, so he decides with his crew that when they see land again, they just need to go. They need to get on their... Um, lifeboats and get to shore because who knows their directional equipment is all messed up so who knows when they're going to see land again because they don't really know where they are at the moment so were their lifeboats gone when the boat was found yes yeah um so when the captain sees land after all these things happen he's like okay this is our best option because i don't know if we're steadily taking on water if it's just you know, he doesn't know what's happening, so he thinks right. that this is his best plan. This is the assumption. We also don't right. know. Um, 
so yeah they they dip um which ended up being obviously a disastrous decision because we never hear from the crew ever again Right, so they must have landed on a deserted island or something, if this, like, were real. Right, or, like, the storms persisted, I really don't know. Right. Um, And they just got wrecked and sank to the bottom of the ocean in their lifeboat. I I honestly have no idea. I am um, confused, though, how in, like, a span of less than two weeks of, like, them possibly, like, getting off course, getting lost, and they're like, fuck it, we're leaving, like how the ship floated five, 600 miles. Like that seems a little unfeasible. Yeah. That in 10 like days. Pooch. Right. In 10 days, it was supposed to have drifted like five to 600 miles or something like that, That's which too just much. seems crazy. And then another thing too, one of the articles mentioned that when they saw land and they would have dipped on November 25th, they were still a hundred miles from land. Like, yeah, they could see it, but they were still like, far from it right and they know they probably could have gotten closer yeah so i don't know uh like i said mcgregor's theory isn't 100 percent what happened we have no idea what happened like i said at the beginning this is still an unsolved case um but it does line up with the evidence and is most likely uh considering that the other theories are kind of absurd <laughs> it is aliens i you know that wasn't a theory but it definitely should be that wasn't a theory that's stupid people are stupid sea monsters and water spouts but not aliens <laughs> really? and who even knows like, what a water spout is like come on literally like what like water spouts just randomly pinpointing like taking bitches out like no <laughs> and only taking okay. bitches out not taking ships out because the ship was perfectly fine just bitches and also i would I, Going back to the water on the ship, how come it, like, was perfectly fine? Like, it had three and a half feet of water, but that was it. Like, yeah, like, why wasn't it steadily rising? Right, that's what I'm saying. I just think that's so weird. And I'm confused as to, like, why bad shit happened, like, before, too. Like, when it was named the Amazon. Like, that's weird. Yeah. Haunted ships, man. Bad juju. Fucking ships. Yeah. Some deadliest catch kind of shit. You gotta be careful what you name your ships, is what I'm gathering. (laughs) Doesn't it have to be like named after a woman? Um good luck. Sure if it has to be. I think it's good luck, yeah. I want someone to name a boat after me. The Liberty. I'm sure there yeah, I literally sailed on a ship called Liberty of the Seas. She was kind of old though, but it's okay. I want John to name a boat after me. Does John even do anything with boats? He got his first ticket on a boat. Hmm, that's good for him. Mm -hmm. I was there. It was pretty funny. I didn't even know you could get tickets on the water. I didn't know that water cops were a thing. Yeah, water cops are definitely. (laughs) I have a really funny story about a water cop. Okay. So we were on a pontoon boat that we rented from the army. Thanks army for this because it fucking sucked. Um, Yeah. So we're on a pontoon boat and the engine just fucking dies. We're in the middle of the lake. The engine just dies. And we're like, that's not right. 
Um, so we like turn it off. We wait a bit. We turn it back on. We start going again, but then it dies again. So we call the Coast Guard, or not the Coast Guard, we call like the, the boat cops. Right. And we're like, hey, uh, we are trapped in the middle of the lake. Please send assistance. And they're like, okay, it'll be 30 minutes. Just chill there. And we're like, dope, 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 dope. So at this time, we only think that it's our engine. Um, the cops show up 30 minutes later. We're all just vibing. They show up and they're like, hey, you guys know you're taking on water, right? We're like, no, that's a super fucking fun fact. Thank you. That's cool. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you. Super dope. Um, please get me back to shore. <laughs> so, I don't want to die in this lake. They, <laughs> I don't want to die in your nasty Missouri lake. <laughs> so they toss a rope to us. And Drew, one of our friends, claims he knows boats because he's from Florida. Um, goes to... <laughs> We make, crack too, like. <laughs> we make fun of Drew all the time. Anyway, um, so he like goes to tie it off and does not do it right. Even I know it's not right. Um, and the cop looks at him and he's like, um, no. <laughs> and he's like, can you figure eight that, please? Thank you. Um, yeah. So Drew like fixes it. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, I knew that. I knew that. They're like, sure you did. Sure, Um. So anyway, he fixes it. We get back. The cops, you know, <laughs> bring us back to the dock. We get off. We're like, thank you. Um. And then as we're getting off the boat, he hands Drew a Junior Ranger sticker. He's like, here you go, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Just grown-ass adults. Yeah, well, Drew kind of looks 12. But yeah, he handed him a Junior Ranger sticker. And I think that that is like... The highlight. The highlight of that trip because our boat died in the water. So the only thing good about it was Drew being dubbed a junior ranger. Yeah. As a 24-year-old man. I love it. John got a ticket on a boat because... And he ended up getting it dropped because he got his boater's license in time. But we're on this stupid, tiny little fucking fishing boat in the middle of Lake Merwin. <laughs> we have a fucking wakeboard attached to a, the back by a rope of a fishing like, boat <laughs> it's like a tiny tiny like dinghy boat with a fucking huge motor attached and we're just like putting around like with each other on the back well we didn't have a flag to signify when you're in the water so one that got but also got us pulled over but they they brought us a flag they, the police gave us one for free, which was very nice. But That's nice. Cody, whose boat it was, was in the water, and John's pulling him around. John's driving the boat. So they pull up to us, and they're like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> we're like, we're just putting around. Like, what do you mean? What are we doing? Um, and then they're like, well, who has the boater's license? And Cody's like, me. And then he's like, well, you can't be driving the boat then if he has the boater's license. Well, also this cop was John's school resource officer and like, <laughs> hated him. <laughs> ended up being my school resource officer too. So he ended up giving him a ticket and was like, if you get your boater's license within like 90 days, like we'll drop it. So John got his boater's license the next week, but still it was just like, <laughs> never been pulled over in a car, even though he drives like an asshole. Get he has two been pulled over in a car. Well, hasn't got a ticket in a car. Gotcha, gotcha. Gets to <laughs> not vote. Iconic. Iconic. Exactly. That's pretty crazy. And they have no clue what happened. Like, nope. 1872, and they still have no idea what happened. 
damn, some Amelia Earhart shit. Right? Do we ever know what happened with that bitch? Um, we find her remains somewhere. I I don't want I don't want to speak on it because I'm not 100 percent sure. I feel like I remember on the internet they like found a boot or some shit or found parts of a fucking plane or something. I yeah, know. I feel like that happened too, but I don't know. So yeah, I'm, don't quote me on that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't us. <laughs> I'm not going to be in the business of putting fake information out on the internet when I don't know. There's fake enough news. of that. <laughs> People being dumbasses. Fake news. <laughs> Every time you see Are you going to tell me you don't believe in vaccines now because there's the government's putting trackers in it? <laughs> yes. yes, they are. Like, they don't track you. One second. Hello? Hi. Are hey. you recording your podcast right now? Yes. Did you reserve the senior lounge on the Google Sheet? No. I just did it on the paper. Sorry. I'll be on like two seconds. Okay. Deal. <laughs> I forgot there was a Google sheet. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, shit. I just wrote it on the paper. <laughs> right. <laughs> also, like, half of you live in the house that are supposed to. Who really needs a senior lounge right now? So I'm just <laughs> in here so I don't have to deal with. <laughs> I love I love you guys, my roommates, but you guys live in a fucking dorm. <laughs> One of them will come and talk and shit or something. Anyway, okay, well, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening to our ghosties stories and our just regular boat stories. Exactly. <laughs> so we will see you next week. Don't forget to send in your stories, your ideas, your shout outs, anything. Um, yes. At Kelly Carbon Sister Time at gmail.com. Pretty basic. And our Instagram, which is just at Kelly Carbon Sister Time. Take DMs, you know, anything of the sorts. Yes, we do. So hit us up. Yes, ma'am. We'll see you later. See you later. Bye. Bye.